Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Bare and Brutal podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we have another guest, our second guest on the show, my very, very best friend, Alyssa Wilbert. I don't think I've ever really said your last name like that before. I know, it doesn't feel nice coming from... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't sound nice. Nah. Well, Alyssa's here, and she's our second guest on the show. So you're kind of special. I know. I'm so happy you chose me. Welcome. I brought you on because today's topic, we are going to be exploring the life of an introvert versus extrovert. Um, I put out a poll like a week or so ago with three different topics, and this one was the second one that won on the poll. So today we're going to talk about people's misconceptions about us being introverts. Um, We're going to explore how being around other people can bring out different sides of you and then touch on social batteries and what being an introvert, how that has affected our relationships. So, yeah, this episode specifically goes out to Vicky because she told me in person the other day that she voted for this option solely because she wanted to hear me defend actually being an introvert because she doesn't think I am. So let me set the record straight here. I am a tried and true introvert by heart, Vicky, even if it doesn't seem like it from the outside. um, We're going to set the record straight today. Like literally every single quiz, Myers-Briggs test and BuzzFeed survey that I've fucking taken backs that up. It says that I'm introvert. You know, my my Myers-Briggs is an INFJ. So do you know what yours is? Uh, INFP. <gasps> no way. Listen, real recognizes real. <laughs> real recognizes real. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know we were so similar. Um, Yeah. So. I guess my first question for you, Alyssa, what misconceptions do you think people may have about you when they first meet you? (sighs) Oh, God. Okay. I think the obvious one is just the misconception of not really, like, understanding who I am. Mm. Um, I think a lot that comes with introvertedness is, like, people expect you to always agree or to always show up. Mm. or to always speak your mind or I guess just even from the very beginning just being a very like bubbly person yeah like presentable yeah open so I think a lot of the misconception that people see with me is like I'm not willing to try I guess Mm. I'm just kind of like you don't care just kind of floating there but I think as an introvert, I really struggle with just if I'm not if I don't have a relationship with someone, it's hard for me to establish myself as a person. Yeah. Unless we establish that relationship. I think when I first we've talked about this before, but when I first met you, I didn't I didn't like you. Not not because no, no, no. I think it was well, one, I already had a bad impression because of my. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into that. But fuck Michael (laughs) I also thought you didn't like me also because of Michael (laughs) so let's give some context I know Alyssa because my boyfriend Michael worked with her at a pharmacy and he framed Alyssa as his work wife 
And he's like, oh, my God, there's this girl, Alyssa. She's like my best friend at work and she's my work wife. And we so (laughs) I was like, "Okay, do you just want to are you going to fucking marry her now? Like, (laughs) what the hell? So that already left me this impression of you where I was like, "Okay, this girl's trying to take my man or something. (laughs) Like, what is happening? Oh, my God. And then I think there was y'all hung out after work one day. And I had called him, and he was like, what do you want? I'm with Alyssa right now. I remember that. I was like, what do you, what? I remember thinking, like, damn, I'm the other woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was my impression of you. And then we went on that cabin trip to Broken Bow. Oh, my God. The first one. That was, like, that was weird. God. There was a weird girl there. Like there was a lot happening. There was a lot of misconceptions. Yes, miscommunication. And I think during that trip, I thought you didn't like me because like you were off on your own with your boyfriend at the time. And like I just, I should have known. Mm-hmm. I should have known from introvert to introvert. Like I should have known. That yeah. it wasn't that you didn't like me. It was just we, we didn't know each other. And it, it's that misconception that I'm scared of. It's it, it's crazy that even as an introvert, I look at other introverts and I develop that same opinion where it's like, I don't like them or, or they don't like me mm-hmm. because we're not inherently friendly in the beginning. Yeah, we're not we're not mean, but I would say that it takes a while. It takes a long time. Even with the people that I'm really close to, like, it takes a while. I think for me, what bothers me when people write us off as, like, standoffish or, like, oh, we don't care. Let, let's just assume that these other people are outgoing and they're part of the extrovert population <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you yourself go out of your way to get to know me more? I do think it's a two-way street, you know? Um, A lot of the people that complain that I might be standoffish are not talking to me. Mm. And they're leaving me in the dust because they want me to do all the work. Yeah. I think it can... I think once someone uh, really gives me the chance, they can see that I may be an introvert at first, but once I'm comfortable with you, I feel like my extroverted personality is very... It's yeah. a little it's a little crazy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. How do you think how do you think we're supposed to balance that then? Cuz you're right, it is a two-way street. Like I could go out of my way to ask you questions even though that's like my worst nightmare to put myself out there. But how do you toe the line between like like who's supposed to make the first move? I think a really good um way of handling this is just the people that you're talking to I think a really good example is you brought up the personality tests Mm. I just naturally vibe well with people that understand me a little bit more yeah or people who give me the benefit of the doubt a really good example is like I met someone yesterday for the very first time and 45 minutes into us talking I mean she was telling me her trauma (laughs) I was telling her my deepest fear not the trauma (laughs) And I just think it's 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 just understanding. Um, even though you may not understand why someone is so quiet or shy, like you just have to work at it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think one of my biggest pet peeves is if I've seen someone in a social situation more than let's say three times, mm-hmm. and we're still not talking, even though maybe we've taken little steps here and there, that that bothers me. Yeah. 
because I feel like the blame is put on me a lot mm. because I'm a girl and I feel like girls oh. are oh my God. girls are expected to be the friendly one, the nurturing yeah. one, you know? Yeah. Even, like, I mean, I hate saying this, but when it comes to guys, I'm even more shy mm-hmm. than with girls. I just connect better with girls. Yeah. So it does bother me when guys are like, they want to resort to calling me a bitch. Mm. Standoffish, you know, all of the bad things we don't want to be called yeah. as a shy person. It just it sucks. You mentioned how you get along with like the Myers-Briggs people who have similar personality types as you. I think it's so interesting because I think our friend group, we have a lot of <laughs> extroverted people. <laughs> no, like I think so. Vicky is my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend (laughs) okay bear with me so vicky and josh so her his brother and his girlfriend they both insist that i am not an introvert because they constantly see me going out with Mm y'all and like doing all these things and we're having parties and we're going to events together yeah and someone always has a birthday and there's something to celebrate (laughs) and so they're seeing me walk out there like "Mm, yeah you're an introvert you're going out again (laughs) and I just think it seems that way because we're just friends with so many people who are outgoing like that like and I think they lovingly force us into situations (laughs) that require that extrovert energy Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe I'm an ambivert that's a thing right where you're like both I guess you well I think this is kind of like the question that you asked where you were like there's certain people that bring out different Mm -hmm. sides of you um one point I do want to make is I think people have this impression that introverted people just hate our lives (laughs) or like or or hate the way we like we're so insecure about how we act we just want to be in a dark hole at all times so when I am with y'all with my big all my girlies you know um I'm really close with you and Mary especially Mm -hmm. and I love all of the other girls I'm just not as close to them yeah so when we are in a big group together, I'm I tend to be more observant, but I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm not dancing and jumping up and down and um, starting very interesting conversations. But one of the love languages of being an introvert is that you observe the people that you love and you're comfortable with. Yeah. And you're content. You don't have to provide a lot in those conversations Mm -hmm. other than your presence and I can appreciate that about other introverts Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I know she's not talking but simply her being beside me it's like I would rather her be beside me than her be uncomfortable and push herself to Mm. be extroverted yeah that's so interesting so earlier before you came Vicky asked me oh so is Alyssa an extrovert is that why you're having her be a guest And I was like, no, she's also an introvert. She's like, oh, so it's going to be two introverts talking about (laughs) the life of an introvert and versus an extrovert. We're going to get far here. (laughs) But I think my argument to them was that I think we're two very different introverts. Like, I think, you know, everything is nuanced and complex and there's multiple different factors. So our personalities are different, too. And I think our types of introverts is going to be different yeah yeah and for you you just said you know like you're comfortable being in your little corner and like happily enjoying the vibes (laughs) and I'm probably the person when I'm comfortable with our people 
I'm out there like yeah I'm pouring shots down people's throats and I'm like hey you come over here and I'm like dancing around listen you get a little liquor in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing the same thing that tequila it does something it Oof. awakens things but I think it just it also comes down to personality like some people just have different energies and they enjoy things in different ways yeah and that's just interesting to me so I guess well you kind of already answered the question, but I was going to ask, do you agree or disagree that different people can bring out different sides of you? Um, obviously, you agree. <laughs> I, I do agree. Um, and, and I'll explain a little bit more. Um, I think the great thing about our, our friend group is I think they are aware that I'm introverted. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about any judgment from yeah. them. And they provide a really good atmosphere to bounce back on that. Yeah. Um, with my boyfriend and I've recently been meeting his friends um I would say there is a difference there with me Mm. being introverted um spending time with them is a little bit different because I don't think they quite understand my personality yeah they might think that I'm a bit more standoffish and I you know there's a lot of you know do we like each other whatever yeah so in that instance my introvertedness I think is is very anxiety filled Mm. you know I, I want to impress these people but I don't know if they want if they're that worried yeah but when I'm with my girlies like they bring a side out of me that no one else can yeah so yes I do think it does depend on the people that you're with I am a completely different person when I'm with (laughs) y'all than I am with anybody else like it you're right like I think and this has been grown over time like it just didn't start like this Mm -hmm. and over time I'm become so comfortable and I feel safe to be wild and crazy and to reciprocate that kind of crackhead energy Mm -hmm. you know yeah and it's like I literally transform into this completely different being like (laughs) suddenly I'm I've like grown the biggest pair of balls and I'm confident and I'm outgoing and it's because I'm with our friends I'm with you and, and Mary and everybody and I yeah. wouldn't dare do the shit with anybody else you know and it's because we give you that support yeah and we've all gotten to know each other like we've had experiences and those experiences have grown our friendship and it's allowed us to feel comfortable with that one another and oh yeah I think it's funny you mentioning being with your boyfriend's friends because I've had experiences too with Michael's friends where when I first met them I was so anxious. I can't tell. Am I introverted or am I just anxious? (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's a combo. Yes, it's 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 a combination. Perfect, perfect combination. But I have so much anxiety when it comes to meeting new people and being in new situations. Oh my God, same. And I remember the first time we were going to meet his friends, I was like, can you please like, don't leave me. And I was like, what are their names? Like, how are they like? I'm trying to get all this information so I know how to act, I guess, around them. And I literally was so shy, like clinging to his side, sat in my little corner with my little drinky drink and didn't really. I mean, I said hi, you know, but I didn't really engage with them or talk in the way that I would with you guys, obviously. Yeah. And. What's funny is we invited them to Mary's party and um, they got to experience the Michelle with her girlies. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we ended up going out that night and I literally went on the table in the bar and I'm like 
twerking my non-existent ass with Mary. And yeah. Michael told me that one of his friends came to him and was like, oh, Michelle's like really extroverted, huh? <laughs> and when he told me that, we both laughed out loud because he knows how I am. Like he, he has seen the ins and outs, all my anxiety before meeting people. Like he's heard all my anxious thoughts before being in these situations. And he's seen me silently panic when I'm in <laughs> in a social setting that I'm uncomfortable in. Like, he knows my little fidgeting. And so it's just interesting, like, and proves the point again. Like, we are completely different people with when it comes to hanging out with our people, like the ones we're comfortable with, that we love, versus being in these situations. And I think it just comes with time. Like, you got to get to know a person before, you know, in order to peel back the layers. I think we all have layers. I gotta know you're a bad bitch before I actually get comfortable <laughs> enough. <laughs> before I trust you. I had, so like, we talk about how Michael, you know, he's able to recognize when I'm uncomfortable now. And he understands when, like, my social battery is completely depleted. And he can know when something is, I guess, overstimulating for me. But I think that took a very, very long time to get to that point of understanding because in the beginning of a relationship I think that was a huge source of misunderstanding and disconnection between us two because he didn't understand the concept of what a social battery is or what social anxiety is and I remember us having so many arguments after leaving his family's parties because I would ask him beforehand to not leave me because i didn't know anyone and it made me anxious and what did he do he left me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um to him you know it was like what i can't say hi to my family like i have to hold your hand like a baby oh my god you sound like him (laughs) (laughs) i'm good right and then i would get hurt because it felt like he was making fun of something that i really had genuine trouble with you know And like my anxiety when it comes to being in these situations with a lot of people I've never met is always just through the roof. Like I'm so hyper aware of every single little thing, like everything that I'm doing, everything I'm saying, like, am I holding my plate at the appropriate height? Oh my gosh. Like, am I, does my hair look okay? Like, did I say hi in the correct tone? Oh, I bet. Did I say it to the correct people? Yes. Like, oh, I bet I look like such a loser right now. I was just sitting in this corner. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm sitting next to his uncle. Like, should I say something? Is that, am I being disrespectful? Like, what do I say? And like, Like, how do you jump into a flow that's already been established by other people? It just seems so easy for everybody. Like, I don't know if that's your experience too. Like, where you're just so hyper aware of everything. And like, it, it gets to a point where I'm just like, I'm stuck. Like, I don't know how to act. And And I just end up sitting there. It's almost like nothing can make it better. Yeah. It's like trying to put yourself out there makes you feel like a fool. Mm. But then just sitting in the corner makes you feel like a loser. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things I hate about this whole concept is people diminishing how it feels or the effect of it, I guess, on Mm -hmm. like my psyche in a way. Because it's not something like if I could willingly choose to be a person that walks into a room and is like, hi, everybody, you know, let's, you know, take shots, play games, get to know each other. Do you know how fast I would motherfucking pick that? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be anxious and shy about entering a new situation. But like the only reassurance I can give somebody is that if we have reached a point where I am out of my bubble, then I really trust you. 
and we've really worked on a relationship together I guess yeah like I like when I think about my friend group and how much I've grown I think in the beginning I was so shy and scared to talk to Mary Mm -hmm. (laughs) really I was um I guess in my mind she was just this cool figure you know yeah she had her her own apartment yeah and she had her big girl job and I was really scared to talk to her and then you look at us now I know we're the trio I know it's so cute (laughs) and she's opened me up to like a whole new world and I think that's beautiful I think in a way it's like made my personality blossom and I think every introvert needs an extrovert friend yeah to hold her hand and drag us onto the dance floor like I agree (laughs) just I think the solution to everything is just like comfortability and just engaging you know yeah there's so much there's so much um to be said about somebody who goes out of their way to talk to me if they are an extrovert if that Mm -hmm. makes sense because it is very easy to recognize an introvert and then just be like, okay, like they're kind of weird, like yeah. I'm not going to really talk to them. But like, I feel like it, when people make an effort, I see that and yeah. it makes me more comfortable. Yeah. I think that was another frustrating thing, like when it came to my relationship with Michael in the beginning is that he saw how I was with my friends, right? And, you know, we're going to parties and I'm... I'm knocking back shots and I'm like <laughs> dancing like not a care in the world and then when we're in different situations like that I'm uncomfortable and I'm a completely different person yeah. and for him I think there was this expectation where he wanted that fun lively girl to also be there and show up in that way for his friends and for his people and to not to see me like curl up into this shell of a person that I I wasn't that he he saw before it felt like oh like you just maybe you just don't like my friends or you don't want to do this because I've seen you do that before you're capable of it why aren't you doing it here and there was like this misunderstanding there where I was like I literally am so anxious it's not that I'm choosing to not do these things I don't want to be some quiet girl like I want to be that lively person that I am for you for your friends too but I just don't know them like that like yeah this is uncomfortable. This is new. This is new territory. And I don't know. How how do you think being an introverted has affected your relationship? Uh, for me, um, with my boyfriend, I'm only just now meeting his friends. But I think I think the biggest thing is um, there's a lot of miscommunication, um, a lot of misunderstanding. Because when I first met them, we were at a rave. Mm-hmm. We were drunk and we were having fun and I didn't give a damn what they thought about me because I didn't know anything about them um but I think after that meeting in more casual you know not sober settings (laughs) yeah I they were being confronted with a part of me that they had not seen before Mm -hmm. and what I really worry about is can they accept me for who I am and make an effort to get to know you get to know me or are we going to be stuck in this place where I'm kind of just left in the corner Mm. because kind of going back to what we talked to before I would love to get to know you know my boyfriend's friends yeah but there is this barrier and I don't know exactly what that barrier is but they might see my introvertedness and perceive it as like being uh standoffish and not liking them when in reality I think if there was an equal amount of um, reciprocation, I think I could develop really good relationships with these people. I think, in my opinion, I feel like when it comes to these situations, it's kind of on your partner's like responsibility to 
make that introduction for you. Like in the past when Michael and I would get into arguments, like for example, his family parties, he's like, do I need to hold your hand? I'm like, yes, you actually do (laughs) because I am here with your family and like, I want you to be the one to introduce me. I mean, yeah, I could be like, hi, I'm Michael's girlfriend. But like, that feels really weird and awkward. It it feels like you're on your own. Yes. And I try to tell him, like, when you're with my family, I don't need you. Like, I'm very, because I hate that feeling. So I don't want you to feel that way. And maybe he doesn't even recognize because he's just comfortable like he's an extrovert yeah it's easy for him so he doesn't notice these things that I do but I tried to tell him like I always make sure that you're here next to me or I always make sure to include you in conversations because you're with my friends or you're with my family you know and I feel like that's a responsibility I have in those situations so in my opinion I think the partner whatever situation you're in like should take up that mantle like oh especially if if your boyfriend knows that you feel this way and like you're anxious or whatever I kind of feel like he should be there for you and be like hey like come along or it maybe your friend their friends are talking about something that you don't really know about oh hey babe like here let me catch you in on what they're talking about do you think that that's something that have you had that conversation with your partner um somewhat I think unfortunately it's a topic that is still fresh and new I don't really know how to navigate it mm-hmm. um what I am realizing from this conversation is that the partnership for an introvert in social situations when you are with people that are really important to them that that partnership is really important because out of everybody in that room you're the one person I trust yeah to take care of me you yeah. know and I'm not saying you have to treat me like a child but Because I'm an introvert and especially because I'm surrounded by people who don't know me, they don't know my character, they don't know what I believe in, they don't trust me, I don't trust them. It's crucial for my relationship with them to be established through you. Yeah. Because you you know them and you know how they're going to react to certain things. You know what they like and you know what I like. And I am just as important as them. I want to impress them, but they should want to impress me. Right. If I am... If I am an important person in your life, they should be making an effort to understand that. And mm-hmm. I should not be the only one in this equation doing that. Yeah. And I don't even think it's like a introvert, extrovert type issue either. I think when it, what we're talking about now, it comes down to just your partner's needs. Like this is a need that you have where you need support for your, from your partner in this certain way. And this is how you'd like them to show up for you. And there shouldn't in my opinion, I don't think there should be a, an argument about that, you know, like it, there should be no question of, oh, well, why do I need to hold your hand or why do you want to be next to me? Like, oh, it makes you feel safer to do that. Okay. like We're going to do yeah. that, you know, because if you want me to be friends with your friends, why wouldn't you go the extra mile? Yeah. You know, I think in regards to our friend group, when we bring significant others into the friend group, I think our friend group is really good at like trying to make them feel like they're already a part of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know you, but I'm going to make an effort to make my friends like you. Yeah. I want them to like you, you know? I think we're so good at that. Oh, like my God. You, You're amazing. There, there's no conversation <laughs> that had to be had. Like, you did not have to give me a rundown. Hey, Michelle, um, your boyfriend's <laughs> coming, so can you, like, make him feel welcome? Like, no one. No. There, no, there was no girl meeting in the back <laughs> before this party. We weren't lecturing each other. We like, just knew. Like, and why is it so hard I love, for guys to do that? I don't get it. I don't understand. I love that about our relationship. I mean, our friendship, though. Yeah. 
I can trust you in any situation to just be there for me and whoever I bring to the table. I can trust you to make them feel welcome, that y'all too can stand on your own as two people getting to know each other, because I know that you're going to put your part in. We do what needs to be done. You're right. We get shit shit done. (laughs) Oh, man. So in general, I know you said it's still a new, like new territory. You still are trying to figure out how to navigate it. But do you feel any kind of expectation to perform for your partner in social settings like do you feel that pressure at all oh yeah 100% I mean this is obvious but with my girlies it's a little bit more relaxed Mm -hmm. but I think in other social social situations especially because I am a girl um I do feel the need to take care of him Mm, interesting (laughs) what do you mean by that um I've always had this, I think, innate nature in me, and I think you probably saw it in my last relationship, where I felt the need to overcompensate and make sure that my partner is doing okay. And it's it's probably because I'm not doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I go above and beyond to make sure that they're okay, and I don't like the way I feel, so I don't want them to feel the way I feel. Mm. So at least with my boyfriend's friends, for example, even though they may not be... Um, seeing a lot from me I am 100% doing more than what I want to do yeah and I oh yeah that may be sad because I'm just sitting on the couch listening to y'all talk but even just like engaging in a conversation that has nothing to do with me that takes a lot that takes I I have so much anxiety (laughs) (laughs) like it's so hard to have a conversation nowadays and I don't think that people realize that that these little things actually take a lot of energy and oh effort on our parts. And to them, like, it just comes so naturally. Yeah. Like, I wish I had that, but I'm so drained after yeah. a social situation. So what do you, what happens when your social battery runs out? Like, <laughs> how are you as a person? Um, I cry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, there's actually a lot of social social situations where I actually will cry, no exaggeration. And it's just because it's overwhelming and that's how I express my emotion. But realistically, I disengage from the social situation. Um, and this is probably the worst part about being an introvert is people see that disengagement as like something happened. She's mad. Yeah. And it's like, no, I have to recuperate. Yeah. I'm going to be a little bit of a bitch, but like it's just me trying to cope with the fact that like I can't be around here anymore. Yeah. Um I think at home remedies would be like reading a book, listening mm. to music, or even talking to someone who understands me. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. or my boyfriend or Mary or any of the girls, I guess. Just one-on-one. Yeah. Another thing that I don't know if you agree with, um as much as I love my girlies, I feel like I'm such an introvert that I do better on one-on-one situations than if five of us were in the same room. Mm -hmm. Even though I love each and one of y'all individually, it's harder for me to be in bigger group situations. I totally agree. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so funny. So we've been talking about how we feel this kind of expectation to perform for our partners. I feel an expectation to perform sometimes for my friends. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. You have no idea. Like, we have... Our friend group has now grown into quite quite a group. <laughs> like, you know, we got the OGs in there, but we have a lot of people and I love every single person. You're right. But with more people comes more birthdays and more events yeah. and more things to celebrate. And it's so great. What a freaking 
first world problem to have but like it's so real though our schedules are so jam-packed with things to do i know like so-and-so has this birthday dinner to do so-and-so just got a new job promotion so we gotta go out or like oh okay everyone's fucking going through it this week so we need to go get blackout drunk on the streets this weekend we gotta go be thoughts it's like weekend after weekend after weekend there's something Mm -hmm. and i feel this expectation and well it's also because i love y'all you know i want to show up for everybody Mm -hmm. and be there and be a good friend but sometimes I'm just so drained and like dreading going out because I'm like, I'm so tired. Like if I have to talk to people again, like, yeah. I'm going to lose it. And I think when my social battery runs out, I don't I'm not sure that I take it out on other people. Mm-hmm. Like I end up becoming a bitch to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he is your punching bag. And I, I I'm aware of this. I, I need to do better. Okay. <laughs> you are doing better yes it's the first step is being aware (laughs) yeah i'm so proud of you um but i do get it's like i've given everything for all my friends and all these events and things so when i come home there's literally nothing left and i'm just i'm so mean to him or like or there's also nothing left for our relationship like i think we had a period of time where we had so many different things and events and commitments with friends and family that we had nothing left for our relationship we didn't reserve time, quality time for us that by the end of like the month, we were like, who, who is this person? Like, yeah. <laughs> have I, when was the last time we, we did something just us two? Wow. So like the moments that you really needed him as an introvert, you didn't have enough energy to actually enjoy those moments. Yeah. Wow. And I'd say probably around the holidays is when this happens a lot because there's so many things like Friendsgiving and our own family stuff. And it was probably, yeah, last year, like we had a rough go of things because he was like, you know, we need to start saying no to things. Yeah. And that was hard, too, because I love my friends and I want to be there. And I didn't know how to balance the two. Like, I didn't want to be that person like, oh, I can't go because I need to spend time with my boyfriend. Like, that's lame. (laughs) But I find myself still trying to figure out how to navigate that. Like, I think I'm sure if I communicated to my friends, hey, I'm feeling a little burnt out. I need some time to recharge. If I explained to them, I'm sure they would understand. But I don't know. I At the same time, I, like, I feel this pressure to be there. <laughs> I'm thinking about the jokes where you're like, oh, I'm sick. And we're like, take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so no, but that's low key toxic. <laughs> There was a time like back in March or something where I just went kind of ghost on everybody. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more that went into it, but I was going through a lot. And I remember like y'all were inviting me out to do things or, oh, let's go out and do this or, oh, we're going to eat dinner or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm sick or oh, I'm really tired or like Michael has this thing that I have to do. And I mean, I'm sorry to reveal this now, but I, none of those things were true. <laughs> I mean, at least he can break it to them through yeah. the mic. And I've had I've had conversations with everybody about that time. But yeah, I think I should do better on communicating, too, because that that's a need. Like, yeah. y'all, we're we're friends and we love each other and we ultimately want the best for one another. So I should be able to communicate. Hey, like I'm a little I'm a little burnt out. I'm a little overextended. Yeah. I need some time. And I think 
a good friend would understand that too you know yeah i will say that one thing that we could do better as a group is i think we should just get together at someone's house and just chill yeah maybe like maybe just like not go crazy maybe not like <laughs> drink a gallon of tequila you know <laughs> um just the thought but no like w- some of my most treasured memories are like at the end of a night mm-hmm. when we're all just like crowded Sitting around there, a table yeah. eating those are my favorite parts i mean don't get me wrong i love the shaken ass thing <laughs> but i i really do like the the girly moments where yeah. you're just like talking to each other and i feel like i can tell you everything i will admit that some of the girls that I'm not close to in the group, like I want to be close to them, mm-hmm. but I haven't had those sit down moments with them. To, yeah. And so I feel like it's still kind of awkward between us. But like I love them and I love being with them. Right. And I just want to sit down with them and like get to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> I love the I love the getting to know each other, you know, trauma dump, tell you my worst fear, yeah. make each other cry kind of thing. I live for those moments. We need more of those moments. Yeah. You want to cry um. right now? <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't cried yet. I know. <laughs> I think when I came back from that period of time where I kind of ghosted people, um, I had that conversation with Mary at least. And, you know, I apologized. And she was like, well, like, if you want to do more wholesome things, we can do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like, we can have movie nights. Like, let's go. Oh. So, yeah, I think we just need to be more vocal about what we want. Yeah. And... As introverts, I think that's also something we could do a little better on too, like being more vocal about our needs. And that's still really hard for me to do. Like even in the group chat, I'm like, I probably don't really have a place to speak up right here. Why? That sounds so terrible. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't mean that in like a pity me. No, I did not take it that way. I just mean like um, maybe, how do I explain this? I just feel like sometimes what I want is probably not what everybody else wants. Mm. I live really far away. I live with my parents. Nobody comes to my house. Um, So I feel like in a way, sometimes what I want to do doesn't really matter because I can't offer somebody else's house. Mm. You know, that's so fucking rude. So sometimes, and I was talking to my boyfriend about this the other day, I was like, I should just rent an Airbnb, invite the girls over for checkers (laughs) and, and eat some food. Like, but... I mean, it's lame, but like, I would love it. That is not lame. Like when we made bracelets oh, that day so for cute. Slander, I loved it. It was and so I cute. Think, I think you should vocalize this in the group chat like today. Oh, shit. I think it would surprise you that there are a lot of the girlies who would love to do that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I trust them. It's not like I don't. It's just more like how much do they want that? You mm-hmm. know, I think we need that. Like, it's not a want, it's a need. You know what? I'm a changed woman. I'll do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll text the group chat right now. Uh, Um, what did I have left for us to talk about? Oh, one of the last questions I had here was, what do you think the life of an extrovert entails? Oh, God. And what are some struggles you think they might face? A life of an extrovert? I think... Confidence? Like, what do you mean? They're just... They can just go out into the world, say whatever they want, and they don't think about it. Yeah. I don't get it. I think even though we look at extroverts as these outgoing people. We're talking about them like they're aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, it's an extrovert. (laughs) I think they probably get burnt out just as much as we do. 
Like, yeah, I can see it being exhausting, like putting constantly being on. Is Michael 20%. an extrovert? Oh, yeah. So has he ever expressed to you some of his problems? He he has told me like, oh, yeah, I'm tired. I don't want to see friends or do anything like stimulating. I just want to sit on this beanbag and take a nap. OK. <laughs> yeah. OK. Um, I don't. That's interesting, though. We actually haven't had extensive conversations about that. <laughs> It's always about you. <laughs> I'm just the main character. Um, I don't know. Like, I kind of get where you're coming from. I think an extrovert is, I mean, obviously every person is different, but their energy is very authentic. I can totally see them, like, putting a face on if they feel like they're overperforming in a way. Maybe they feel stressed out trying to connect people because maybe they're the bridge between an introvert and another one. You know, that's a really good point because I feel like I've heard Mary talk about how she has trouble saying no to people. Oh, Like, she's always down for everything, you know? Yeah. And I think I've heard her express, like, oh, I just... I just felt bad like I didn't want to say no so now I have all these things to do and I'm like really stressed out because I have to plan this and this and this and I could definitely see that like being really a lot and overstimulating. Yeah. Mary no is no. <laughs> I, I will you can tell me no to my face. Yeah. I won't be upset. I might cry later but I won't be upset. In front of you, you just you just won't know that I cried. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I feel like it's so important to say no. As long as you're not like, no, bitch, you know? <laughs> like, just be... You like, know? don't hurt my feelings, yeah. but I can take honesty. it. Honesty. Oh, my gosh. I feel like as an introvert, the biggest thing to me is honesty. I want you to be honest to me about yeah opening up to other people and doing things out of my comfort zone. But also, like, I, like, I want to be able to trust you enough to be honest with you as an introvert. Yeah. I think it hurts my feelings more finding out that like you weren't honest with me about something oh my god and like I'd rather you tell me hey I don't really like when you sit in the corner like that it makes me feel like you don't like me or yeah like you think you're too good for this friend group rather than you like go with your friends ignore me yeah and like block me out of the conversation and go to a different room like <laughs> it's just you want the people that you trust and love to speak good of you. And if you can't even trust them to be honest about that, and they're just like, I guess, talking bad about you to their friends, it's like the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. I would rather my feelings be hurt by you telling me directly than finding out behind my Through someone else, yeah. That's just a shitty feeling. I mean, you are so similar. We are. I know. I'm still so surprised that our... Uh, Myers-Briggs are so... What is yours? INFJ. Oh my god! What's the, the difference? The P. Yours is INFJ. No, no, I know. I mean, like, what's the... Oh, so I think the last letter is how you make decisions. So it's like judging versus perceiving. So I think... Ooh, interesting. That's so interesting. I gotta switch that up later. Yeah. But, wow. We're very, very similar. I think me and you do have a lot of experiences with stuff like this. Well, oh my gosh, it's been 48 minutes. Oh my God, you and I can talk. We did it. <laughs> um, I just want to let y'all know that Alyssa and I talked for like a solid <laughs> two or three hours before we even started recording. <laughs> I came over after work. I got here like at 8.45, thought we were going to eat food and immediately start. But no, 
It's like 1 a.m. <laughs> it's 1.36 in the morning right now. <laughs> we didn't start the actual podcast oh till, my like, God. till like 1 or like 12.40 something. Oh my God. I'm so happy you started this podcast. I should have been recording before. That was oh probably really good content. Yeah, we were talking about so much. Damn. Next time. Just, well, just remember what we said. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add about anything we've talked about? I just want to ask for the people who know that I'm an introvert to give me grace. Um, it's something I really struggle with, but I try to do better with each social event. Also, if I am doing my little introverted thing, I'm not mad at you. I'm just <laughs> chilling. I'm just observing. I feel like, again, my love language is observing the people that I love. Mm, yeah. Well, thank you for coming to be a guest on my show. I think this is a really big step for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised when I asked you, you're like, yeah, I'm so down. I think it's easier when they can't see me. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, let us know what your experience is as an introvert, if it's different than ours. I don't think one introvert is the same as the other. And if you are an extrovert, please stand up and and speak about it. I mean, I, don't even, I probably don't even have to ask you to do this, but they're just they're just waiting. <laughs> let us know. Like I'm giving you a space to talk freely and be you. Tell me what your experience is like. What are some struggles you face? Because I'm sure you have some. And um, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>